Welcome to the Transform Your Wealth and Health Podcast, where experts in wealth, health, and fitness help transform your life. Here's your host, Andy Arder. Today's guest is a champion, two times natural bodybuilding champion of Britain. It's Sam Slack. Sam, how are we doing? How are we doing, Andy? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for coming on the show, by the way. Well, thanks for having me. No, it's an absolute pleasure. I wanted to know how you transformed your body because I've seen the pictures of you, Sam, between one period and the next. You're absolutely yeah. ripped. <laughs> Thank and you. And that picture, I believe, was around about 18 months previous. So you're going to have to tell us. I'll tell you the secret. I wish, I wish there was a secret. I wish I could give you a special kind of diet plan or training plan, but there isn't one, unfortunately. Just consistency, hard work, simple stuff but just doing it day in, day out. And obviously, like, believing in yourself. I could go in depth with how I got that transformation, but it is the simple things, but doing it consistently day in, day out. And never giving up. Never giving up on that end goal, and you'll get there. And that's what I did. I had that goal in mind to get that ripped physique in a certain time frame, and I got there. Is it a mindset thing for you, mostly? I would say so, yeah. Initially, when I first started, it was a bit of a vanity goal. You know, you want to look good. And you'd do anything to get there. But as my journey unraveled, I started to realize that there's a lot more to it. And my mindset developed. And that made me realize that there's things I have to get over and face before I can reach the end destination. And my mindset was definitely something that was progressing and developing. And I think that is a big, big part of it, definitely. Right. Well, if we can go back, way back, could you tell us about your early life and career before you actually started getting into this in a big way? Would that be okay? Yeah. I first lifted a dumbbell when I was about 14 years old in my bedroom where a lot of people start. I had my stepdad's plastic dumbbells and I religiously done 50 to 100 repetitions every single night, some dumbbell curls, and it just become a habit. I didn't have no kind of motive and why I was doing it it was just just a habit for me to kind of lift weights and I enjoyed it and I did see some results you know I was only 14 15 at the time and I did see some small results and my diet was pretty poor but you know it was a new stimulus to me and I enjoyed it and I was consistent there you go again that consistency even at a young age mm. and you know I took a liking to it and I took it a bit further and ended up buying one of those multi gyms that you can have in indoors um, just a basic one that you can get from Argos or something. And yeah, my love for lifting weights grew. Uh, I enjoyed it, saw some results. So then kept taking it to another level year by year, progressing in my body. Um, I was enjoying it more. Then I ended up going to a gym. I want to take it that next step, use different machines, bigger weights, see what other people are doing. I um, went to my first gym when I was about 18, 19 years old. So not early, early. I've done a lot of stuff at home in my bedroom to start off with and then I started learning from other people I started seeing what they were doing and that there kind of was the change for me because you can do a lot of stuff on your own yeah. you can look at magazines you can look at on the internet but there's so many conflicting stuff out there that it just gets you confused so I wanted to seek out the people that were doing it right that that looked good talking the talk and I'm walking the wall kind of thing and um, yeah, I just I grew from there. I met people that were doing good, so I thought follow these people and I'll get results. And then jumping straight ahead from about 18, 19 years old to my first show, which was in 2014. That's Is this when like I decided a local show or natural bodybuilding show. And 
it was local yeah it was um in tunbridge so it was 45 minutes away from me they do kind of shows that different areas obviously uh, different regions to qualify for a british title and as i was progressing in my journey in lifting weights and bodybuilding a lot of people were saying you should do a show like you've got the genetics there you've got the kind of um the physique to do it and i was like no this is not for me i i enjoy lifting weights but jumping on a stage it didn't work for me but i decided decided to go for it because my competitive side in me you know, wanted to take it that bit further. And I like winning. When I was younger, back at school, I was really competitive. I'd done a lot of sports, played football, athletics, and I really got a drive for winning. And I was good at it because that pushed me. That pushed me to win and pushed me to that extra bit. That pushed me to practice more. And I took that into bodybuilding. So going back forward again to my first show, that was in 2014, so three years ago now, I won that show. And just got the bug for it then I thought you know competitive bodybuilding is is something that I'm good at I enjoy the whole process of it and yeah then won a couple of more competitions two-time British champion now and yeah loving the journey loving the journey absolutely brilliant why do you think you got attracted to bodybuilding and not another sport though I liked all sports when I was younger especially football I really really enjoyed football was my main kind of hobby when I was younger but the thing is with football it's a team game and what I noticed is when other people made mistakes, the whole team sacrificed kind of thing. And I didn't like I didn't, I didn't do too well with team sports. And for me, I liked kind of doing stuff on my own where I'm the only one to blame if it goes wrong. And that's where bodybuilding, I like the fact that I'm in control. No one else is in control apart from me. If it goes wrong, if I don't do well, I'm the one that's kind of have to put the extra work in and I can't blame anyone else I can't rely on anyone else Mm -hmm. so that aspect of it to me you know really felt that bodybuilding is something that I can do because it's just me it's just me I've got to put the work in and as well as obviously looking good a lot of people like to look good feel good that's why bodybuilding was the sport for me why not so getting on to the particulars of your training how often do you actually train you'd be surprised I only train four times a week I'm not that surprised, I've got to be honest, <laughs> because I've seen the stuff that you do. I mean, it's incredibly large yeah. weights and it's intensive. So that's probably, I mean, I, most people would imagine you're going to be training every day, three times a day, etc. But I'm not 100% surprised. Well, when I first started, I was training seven days a week, like everyone does. But as you learn, as you kind of develop, you realise that more is not always better. And it's the quality of the actual work itself that's, that's more important. So for me, four days a week, that, that fits well. I can progress with that much training, live my life as well. You know, you don't want to spend your days in the gym all the time. And that's what puts people off. They feel that they have to train two hours a day, seven days a week. And that's just not the case. That would be a brilliant insight for some people, Sam, because there's people out there slogging themselves to death sort of yep. um, day and night and really trying to push themselves. But I suppose it's a lot of this this training stuff that's coming through in other sports as well. They call it like high intensity. So would yep. you say your workouts are sort of lesser time but a higher intensity? Most definitely. Yeah, I mean, again, going back to the quality of the work is important. And, I mean, we've all been there. We walk in the gym. And you kind of go through the motions, you lift up a few weights, you jump on a few cardio machines because you're not feeling good, and you feel like that's a gym session. And it's not. You know, you're not stimulating any kind of work, you know, you're not training hard, and you're not going to get the result. So for me, I like to go in, train hard as I can, give it everything, 
walk out of the gym knowing that, you know, I've actually been to the gym now and I haven't got to worry about, oh, am I going to get result? Because I've actually put everything out there. And this is the difference in getting a result and constantly going to the gym and not getting a result. It's putting the actual work in. This would apply, I take it, to other sports as well that you can relate it to or other areas of life or work. It's, it's always the same. It's that, it's that working hard and giving your all. Because if you're not, you're just, you're just not going to get to where you want to be. And the gym, it's so easy to take it lightly. It's so easy to just have an easy session and, and be easy on yourself and, and, give you, and, and justify and make excuses that, oh, at least I've been to the gym. Okay, I mean, that's okay. That's, that's better than not going to the gym. But if, you, if you're struggling to get the results you want, then there lies the answer. You have to train harder. Yeah, I get you. So on the specifics again, what should I at like? So my diet is it's quite varied in um, nutrients, really. So I like to have a high-protein diet. Obviously, if you're building muscle or retaining muscle, you need, you need a good amount of protein. Carbohydrates, I have a fair amount of carbohydrates as well. Carbohydrates for energy, you need your energy in the gym, you need your energy for your brain function. And um, I take in a lot of healthy fats for hormonal function. So it's quite a varied diet. I like to eat pretty, uh, inverted commas, clean. They're single ingredient foods mainly. And I do believe that there is a little bit of kind of leeway in having some unhealthy foods as long as it's balanced and as long as you're not kind of abusing them and it fits in with your calorie requirements my calorie intake at the minute i'm having 2700 calories a day and i'm trying to lose body fat Mm -hmm. my protein amount is 220 grams which might seem a lot to some people these figures might not make sense to some people Mm. but just giving an indication 270 grams of carbohydrates and 90 grams of fat that there gives me a sort of balance in the macronutrients in order for me to retain muscle and lose body fat. Bear now, in mind that, how much work you're putting in at the gym when exactly. you go for these high intensity um, yeah, sessions. So, yeah. Sorry, Andy, for jumping in there. That's the type of macronutrients that I would need. Everyone would be different. Everyone's got different requirements. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've supported other people in the past and did mentorship, but who did you follow and support when you were younger? Mainly in terms of bodybuilding, it was the guys in the gym. I would look up to guys in the gym that were a lot bigger than me, a lot more experienced, a lot more intelligent in, in their bodybuilding methods. Um, as my journey progressed, you know, social media evolved and stuff, and you can learn a lot through social media, but it's, it's key to pick out people that you can not just resonate with, but that you feel that, that makes sense in your eyes, because there's so many different people that in different types of stuff. And for me, the likes of my first coach was a guy called Jamie Alderton. And he was... I know Jamie, yeah. Yep, he was a real guidance for me in the knowledge that I learned and helping me in my coaching business. You know, I look at a lot of guys on YouTube. There's a guy in America called Bedros Koulian. He's um, a big online marketer, fitness marketer. I learn a lot from him. You've got to seek out these type of figures if you want to progress in either your kind of fitness journey or, for me, my business journey. So... It would just be about seeking out the top people in the industry. That that's kind of the take home that I would give people like yourself. Then really, because obviously you're yeah. you're a two times champion. So yeah, exactly. How, yeah. Did, how did you specifically get into the mentoring side? Did people ask you, or did you sort of seek it as a way of having an income? It always starts with as you're doing well, 
a lot of people will come up to you and ask, have you got any advice? And you get a lot of questions. And I enjoyed that aspect of teaching people. I enjoyed learning for myself and then helping others with that knowledge and experience that I had. And then I started to realize, you know, I could do more with this. I could take it to another level, help people get over their struggles and get results. And I just took it from there. Started coaching people, obviously friends at the start, family. I then took it to a whole other level in that I got qualifications to be a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. I then started to grow my online business. And then it's just taken off because for me, the passion is actually helping people. And when you see people change, that there makes you feel like this is good. This is what I enjoy. Seeing people go from one place and progress to another place and their life changes. Sure. So for the people that are out there, armchair listeners, let's call them, yeah. they're sitting there and they're thinking, yeah, this would be great. I could get fitter. I could get healthier. I didn't necessarily be bodybuilding, but what tips would you give them to get going, to get started and get themselves out of that chair? I would say they need to figure out what their their why is first. And sometimes that's hard, but you need to understand that if you don't know where you're going, if you're not clear on your outcome and the reason why you want to do that, then it's going to be very hard to get going. So the goals need to be specific. They need to be clear on why do I want to get fit? Is it because, you know, I want to play with my children? Is it because longevity? When you get older, you don't want to be unable to kind of do certain things. And do you want to just look good? There's so many different reasons why people jump into it, but they need to be clear on what it is initially. That will then give them the motivation and the tools to be able to actually do what they want to do. Because if it's not clear enough, it's easy to give up. And then, and then it spirals into a kind of starting, stopping, starting, stopping, getting confused, wasting time because they're not clear on actually why they want to do it. You're fit at an ultra level. So how do you see the relation between wealth and health? It comes down to energy and focus for me. In that if you're not healthy, you can't perform. I would agree. Correctly. Yeah. So mm. if you're eating a lot of unhealthy food, if you're not doing exercise, you're going to feel sluggish. You're going to feel moody. You're going to feel unhappy, tired. So health is so paramount when you want to build your finances or build a business, be successful in whatever area of your life. Health always comes first. But people try to do it the other way around. They try to build their finances before they've got the foundations there. If you're not functioning properly, then you're going to struggle. So for me, your health is so important. And that is the foundation of any type of career path that you want to choose. Just eating a bit healthier, doing some exercise, you'll realize that that will help you perform in other aspects of your life. I would totally agree. I would put a caveat on it as well, mind you. If you go through some of the most successful people that we over the years have looked up to, let's say people like Winston Churchill or Gandhi or Mother Teresa, even people like Donald Trump has been really successful. They're not really known for their fitness and their body. But however, if you take the average person in the street and said, look, I'm going to get you fit and healthy and I'm going to get your mind thinking straight, your testosterone and all the things that are happening within the mind will work properly. Do you think Mm -hmm. that would help you be more successful at other areas of your life? It's going to be less. Most definitely, most definitely. And a lot of people, they get to later on in life and they regret that they didn't make changes sooner. And I always think to myself, well, if someone is successful in business or 
other aspects of their life and not health imagine if their health was there as well what they could achieve mm. much more sure so do you diarize i'll ask that question because i'm trying to get into diarizing and more in particular journaling yeah do you do anything like that at all i do i do i journal every single day and um what i write in my journal is basically what i do during the day i set um daily goals i have a gratitude on there so every evening i write out three um things i'm grateful for it just makes you kind of appreciate life more and the journaling aspect is it's, it's important to kind of know what you're doing day to day you don't want to be wasting time because time is so important and for me, when I journal, I actually realize what I'm actually doing in a day. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of not wasting time doing unnecessary stuff. It gives me more focus. And with the goals, for me, seeing my goals daily in my journal makes them fresh in my mind every day to know that what, what am I doing today? What am I trying to achieve? So I think journaling is, is huge and a lot more people should, should put it into practice. I agree with you. Also, I'm trying to get myself organised to do a decent journal, like organised one so that everybody could use it because the only yep. decent ones I've found are in the States. So mm-hmm. all the rest of them over here tend to be like a blank page diary. They're absolutely useless. And if you're trying to do the stuff that you're saying that you, know, you need to point yourself in particular directions of what are my focus for the day? What three things do I really want to achieve today this week etc there's nothing there they're absolute rubbish so i'm gonna do one i've started it i've started planning it and i'm, I'm using it myself i'm gonna get it good out stuff. there so everybody else can use it too good and, stuff so do you do anything like running or cycling or swimming or, or anything else to supplement your weight training when i first started weight training i didn't it was all about just lifting weights no other cardio based activity but as i've kind of you know developed I've realized that fitness is an important part and we, we say health and fitness but fitness in terms of being actively you know your heart rate kind of quite healthy and I do a lot of walking I don't actually do no running or cycling or swimming but I do a lot of walking but I would say that the intensity that I train in the gym is quite high so that there would kind of get my heart rate up so it would depend on personal preference and it all would depend on your goal. So there's nothing wrong with supplementing cardio-based activity like running, cycling, swimming with weight training, but personal preference and your specific goal. Me personally, I like to power walk. I power walk every morning. It gives me a good start to the day. I listen to a podcast. It just sets me up for the day, releases a good endorphins when I get back and I'm ready to kind of crack on with work. Sam, could you tell us maybe a story or about a client of yours, possibly, of where you've helped to change their life? Yeah, of course. My, one of my first clients, really great guy, he came to me and he was quite overweight. He was carrying a lot of body fat and he, he won't mind me uh, saying that. And he wanted to do um, a bodybuilding show. And I was like a bit sceptical at the start because he was carrying a lot of weight and jumping on that bodybuilding stage, you have to be extremely lean. So I knew there would be an element of maybe some loose skin and it would be such a tough transformation. But he was so passionate about it that I was like, I really wanted to help him and I was going to put everything into it. So we started the journey. He was amazing. You know, he was really good at kind of training, nutrition, following the plan. Fast forward to actual the day of the, the show. He got into incredible shape. He lost a total of 50 kilos. Wow. 50 kilos he lost. 
And he jumped on that stage, bodybuilding stage, and he came third in his first competition. Brilliant achievement. And what was so amazing about that was when he was on stage, his mum came up to me and she gave me a kiss and a cuddle and she said, thank you so much for changing his life. And for me, that moment was just, it was unbelievable. And it just made me... I was, I was. And it was just such a a good feeling and, and thought to myself, this is why I enjoy this because... That feeling is just priceless. And yeah, it really, really touched me, that did. So it's a proper transformation there from that guy. So you're saying 50 kilos, that's yes. about 115 pounds, something like yep. that? Yep, yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. Amazing, amazing. Well done to the both of you then. Thank you. So is there any tips and tricks you can give us for people who want to start their transformation themselves, apart from obviously coming to you? <laughs> <laughs> Could say, going back to the question before about having a clear kind of goal, but I think a lot of people, they struggle with just starting and a lot of people try to look for the, the best diet plan, the best training plan before they actually start. And I would say, just get started. Set yourself a kind of a small goal initially and then just get started and you'll, and you'll build that momentum up with the motivation of seeing some results because that's where we hold it off. We hold it off until... January we hold it off until oh next month I want to wait until I've got these trainers first I want to wait until my friend does it with me just get started there's no better time than now to just get started and you'll thank yourself later because you don't want to leave it too late you don't want to leave it too late because it's such an amazing journey getting fitter looking better the energy you get what it does for your body health and fitness just it's such an important thing in your life and people hold it off because of fearing that they don't want to walk into the gym or they don't know if they're doing the right thing. Just get started and then it will slowly, slowly come to you. Okay, Sam, just slowing things down now for the end of the show. Could you tell us, do you have any offers or any promotions that you could give for the listeners? I do. I have my free ebook that I can give to the listeners. It's an ebook that I put together. It's called The 10 Steps to Getting a Ripped Physique. Thank you. That's and brilliant. Yeah, no problem at all. If they go to www.samslackfitness.com forward slash free dash ebook, just put um, their details in there and I'll send that straight over to them. Oh, brilliant. Thanks for doing that, mate. So one of the other things, because I always ask, I'm a bit of a salesperson <laughs> in my day. Would you be able to personally, because we're doing a competition for the end of the month, would you donate some of your time maybe, maybe, I don't know, a session or a call or something like that for one of the listeners that, that gets picked out of the hat? Yeah, I could do that, no problem. Yeah, would that be all right? What would you be able to do? Um, I could do a Skype call, a 30-minute Skype call that I could, could give to someone. Brilliant. Um, they could ask me any questions. I could talk about their fitness goals and stuff, and yeah, that would be good. You don't ask, you don't get. Thanks for that, Sam. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so... Would you be able to tell us the best ways to contact you? I know you're all over the internet, but obviously there's better ways than others for some yep. people. The most simplest way, which is probably a lot of people do now, is just Google my name, Sam Slack. Or you can just contact me at info at samslackfitness.com. Drop me an email and I'm happy to give uh, free advice and help, help anyone along their health and fitness journey. Sam, that's absolutely brilliant. Thanks very much for coming on the show. You've given us some fantastic tips. You've transformed people's lives. That's absolutely brilliant. Thanks very much, Sam. Thanks for having me, Andy. No problem. If you subscribe to the podcast at the end of October, we're going to do a draw 
and everybody will get a prize. We're going to have physical books and ebooks and discounted products from the guests that are on the show. So if you subscribe and send me an email at transformyourwealthandhealth at gmail.com to let me know that you've done so, then we will put you in the draw and we'll make the draw at the end of October and let the winner know. I hope you enjoyed that episode and until next time, start transforming your wealth and health now.